pause. It's corn a vegetable? I feel like this is a trick question, but yes. No, it's a grain. Corn's a fucking vegetable. It's a grain. So is a tomato, goddammit. No, tomato's a fruit. Tomato's a fucking vegetable. Tomato's a fruit. Tomato is a fucking vegetable. (laughs) In what sense is tomato? I grew up calling it a fucking vegetable. Yeah, you grew up calling Pluto a planet, too, didn't you, yeah, bitch? Yeah, it's still a goddamn planet, too, yeah. <laughs> it's a satellite. <laughs> Alright, what's our biggest satellite going around, or what's our biggest we satellite? We don't have a satellite. We don't even have a sponsor yet. We don't have a satellite. <laughs> what the fuck are you Damn talking it. about? Pluto's a fucking planet, too, goddammit. I'm Mason. And I'm Oz. And this is... And Pluto's a planet. <laughs> Conspiracy on, on the rocks, rocks. goddammit. planet and tomatoes a vegetable you fucking watch the same rick and morty episode i did it's not fucking jesus christ i guess that makes jupiter full of gas or some shit pause why do they call it the oven when you oven the hot food and out hot (laughs) (laughs) you you oven the cold food and out hot eat the food (laughs) that's a good point well it's called a hamburger when there's no ham i mean there can be Typically not. Why is it called a hamburger steak if it's just a patty? Why is it called a chicken cheese steak when there's no actual steak in it? Because the original was steak. Well, it should just be called a chicken cheese then. But you wouldn't know what that was. Because well, that, that's everyone, too broad. You know, if everyone calls it that, chicken cheese sandwich. But then what, what differentiates that? from just a sandwich with a piece of chicken patty with cheese on it in between. Well, that's a called a chicken patty. What if it isn't breaded? Well, then it's a grilled chicken sandwich. They usually write this stuff out on the menu. Girl, but you're you're asking specificality in a different way cuz they could just use chicken cheese steak and everybody knows what that is and then just use chicken Sandwich for the other thing. Yeah, like you're asking for an. You're asking for well, the sandwich to have more specificity, so we don't have specificity on the on the cheesesteak side. I'm not sure I'm following, but there's no steak in it, so it should just be a cheese chicken or a chicken cheese. Because you call it cheesesteak. Okay. So okay, you so see, you're asking for us to drop the steak on the chicken cheesesteak side, but add sandwich on the other side. That's what I mean. You're adding. I guess. A word on the I other mean, normally side. Normally, those are under the sandwich categories on menus, so shouldn't have to add sandwich. But if you just leave cheesesteak, everybody knows the ideal the ideal method of what you're getting there. So if you just leave it there, you don't have to deal with any of this. Whereas you're asking to take it off of that and have everybody learn what a fucking chicken. You're asking for like a whole different <laughs> section. Our our. Because it costs much like a typically thick slice of meat, especially beef, or a thick slice of firm, hearty fish cooked by broiling pan. Oh, yeah. Frying, oh, yeah. I feel yeah. dumb. I was going to say tuna define, steak is a fucking steak thing. Steak doesn't define beef. Steak defines a cut of meat. Okay. I feel so dumb because I, I didn't even think about tuna steaks being a thing. 
Steak is just synonymous with our addiction with being beef. Okay. So if I cut up a chicken and I'd be like, I'm going to have a steak tonight, then I get chicken. It's a cut of meat. All right, Les. All right. Glad that's settled. We all use metric now, system because it costs much money to change shit. This. This sounds like when we did our episode with Emily, and I got to learn in depth the difference between a, a, what was it, the difference between a, um, a hoagie, no, it was a sub, and a hoagie, it was a sub and a hoagie, mm-hmm. I got to learn the difference between a, what a, a sub and a hoagie were, and I think <laughs> I concluded that, was it basically the ones, like, cut all the way through? Yeah, the, the hoagie is a roll, a harder roll. Uh, that it's usually preferred for, and the roll is split, and the contents are stuffed into the roll and folded closed at the completion. Yes, which is what we're used to. Apparently, a sub is where it's think like old Scooby Doo sandwich, where it's completely fucking cut, and they just stack it and then put the top right. What the fuck does that? Not Subway. <laughs> That's what I mean. So you you actually eat hoagies more, more of the time, is what I learned. A sub is what the who the fuck actually eats a sandwich like that. Besides actually having, like, two pieces of bread. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Mattress stores. Aren't they wonderful? Aren't they everywhere? Don't they control your life? No, not at all. I've only (laughs) ever been in a mattress store once, and it was way before I'd ever be buying my own mattress. The only other time I was in a mattress store, I was in the, I think it's a Serta down there in the boulevard with Chili's and Best Buy and stuff, right next to Best Buy there. Yeah. I was in that store once. It was, I don't remember what year. I was with Evan Gilbert. It <laughs> was the first Saturday in May, so it was free comic book day. We got done getting free comic books. Oh, yeah. And then we were just yeah. screwing around, because that's what kids do. Because we were probably, I think we were both like 18, we were just dicking around. I think it, I think it was our graduating year, so we were, we were both just dicking around. We just walked in, we laid on a few mattresses, the people were happy, to, I guess, to have some sort of interaction, <laughs> because they were perfectly fine with us 18-year-old kids screwing around a mattress store, and then we left. And that was it. That's the only time I've ever been to a mattress store. Yeah, I don't know if, I feel like I've been to a mattress store before, but I more, more so remember, like, furniture stores, and, like... Yeah, so you've been in a furniture store before? Yeah. This is weird. Yeah, even those places are empty most of the time. I was in a They're furniture store. Going out of sale. That is true. I keep seeing those four lease signs on them. I wonder what sale that is. Yeah. Um, we're here to talk about mattresses, and we're here with our buddy Quentin. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so we're here today to talk about the random theory of mattress stores being a money laundering scheme I think is the overall prospect right the yeah, main that's, one that's the one that everyone usually goes towards yeah it's a they're a front for something yeah that generically there's yeah they're a front for something basically where I mean I said about that Bloomberg video that I saw on YouTube putting up about all the sleepy stores in New York that was in 2015 it wasn't sleepies they were the ones that were bought out then that this is in 2015 so they get bought out we'll talk about that but like, you said you saw it on Reddit, right? Or Reddit has the gigantic comment that sparks a lot of this. Be- I, I think it's like this has been a thing, and then the Reddit comment was like a catalyst that... Um, 
a bunch of people just fired off from. Yeah. Did you guys ever hear Shane Dawson? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I didn't watch this video. I wanted to, though. He he has a video on this, and I feel like he's such a big dude. Like, that's where Pete, like, he put that up. He had his conspiracy things, and then people saw that, and that's where it, like, really, really blew up. What year was the Shane Dawson video? 2018. So do you he, know he put he put it up like a month or two after the Reddit post. Okay, I was gonna say the Reddit the Reddit comment is literally January twenty second, so okay. it's like fresh that year two thousand eighteen. Yeah, and he put it up uh, like a month or two Damn after so. that. So, but yeah, so but it like blew up, and since then a lot of people have been like, "Why are there so many mattress stores all over the place?" Because like it's not like we're out buying mattresses every fucking day. Yep. 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 So if you're going to start there, here I'll tell you about. So you have 2015 about was it a Bloomsburg? Is it a, was it a video? Yeah, they they were talking about all the Sleepies mattresses. This is before they get bought out in New York, like in uh, December 2015. The Times of Northwest Indiana, that's the newspaper. Pub- they publish a story about five stores that covered a 2.5 mile stretch along the Indiana Indianapolis Boulevard. Like, literally, like, were all mattress firms, and two of them weren't, but they were selling mattress firm stuff. They just didn't change the sign or do anything like that. You know, it's like when uh, EB Games in the mall was still EB Games, but it was fucking GameStop, you know what I mean? Um, It was was like that, and literally the newspaper picked up on it and wrote a story about it. Like, why are there so many mattress stores along this gigantic highway section? It's such a short strip. Yeah. As of 2021, only two of those stores still remain. But this was a thing, was that, six years ago? Yeah. So even they just picked up on it. So this is before, like, it spiraled out of control. Even, like, random people in, like, the newspaper were, like, what? why are there so many mattress stores? So close to each other. 2.5-mile range. Like, why do you need them? The one thing that, like, really got me is that, like, I was, I was listening to a bunch of stuff, and the one thing that really got me is there are more mattress stores in the United States than McDonald's. Ah, uh, yes, okay. That's that's almost incredulous. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you told me this yesterday. So, the only thing I can say to that is... I don't even know if I can say it now, because it, I, I'd have to bring my explanations and everything back into it. So, I think with that is because, literally, mattress stores... If they have, or if they are actually making the money, they can just buy whatever the fuck they want. Doesn't matter. It's a mattress. Yeah. It can sit in the back room for ten plus years. It's still a fucking mattress. It's still gonna be good. McDonald's may have a freezer, but they reasonably have to move product at a decent time frame, you know, to push things. So if you have McDonald's literally fucking everywhere, the trucks that deliver their product would have to be huge and ungodly to unload. To give them product for them to push product out, and they would have to the trucks have to run all the time. The other thing about mattress stores is that like <clears throat> mattresses are something people actually have to seek out. It's not like an impulse buy, so they can get the locations that aren't maybe like right on the main strip, and people are still going to come to there. So they can buy, <clears throat> so they can buy like the cheaper spots. They don't need the prime real estate. Yeah, and so they can afford those cheaper spots and then people are still going to go there because 
It's yep. something you actually have to go do and think about. You don't just walk past it, be like, "Oh, you know, I could go for some of that," and then go in and get it. I could go for. I can go for some <laughs> hot, fresh mattress right about now. Give me some mattress <clears throat> mattress strips. <laughs> well, like sample carpet and shit. <laughs> like put your face. Ooh. Oh yeah. The biggest thing that brought, as Quinn put it, the the thing that people spiraled off of is this Reddit comment that I think it's the biggest one. It probably isn't the only one on Reddit, but of course it was the one that was found that then everybody found. Right. Um, it was put up in Jan- on January 22nd, 2018. And I have it quote for quote. I have the first part. I think there's some edits and stuff, but they're not really that important. So this is the comment. Mattress firm is some sort of money laundering scheme. They are fucking everywhere and always empty. I remember seeing four mattress firms on each corner of an intersection once. There is no way there is such a demand for mattresses. So that's pretty much the comment right there. And then it gets commented on after it. I've also saved something from that comment. Or, yeah, from that comment later on that I will recite later in this episode that I think you guys will love. And then one comment on that thread, which I couldn't find personally, um... Somebody put that Mattress Firm was owned by Steinhoff International, which is currently embroiled in a money laundering saga. This is not at all accurate, though. This is not. This is what the comment was. Of course, everybody you know saw it. Right. And, you know, they fuck, ran with it. Yeah. What we learned is okay. So this guy makes a comment about Mattress Firm being money laundering scheme. Everybody's running off of that, and then all of a sudden, somebody talks about. Oh, it's you know it's owned by a company that literally has like a money laundering thing going on. But do you know about this company? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I got some stuff on. Didn't hear about them. Well, uh, 2016 mattress firm is bought up by them. Yeah. So it's a, it's a South African company called yeah Steinhoff International. Yeah. I didn't look a whole lot into the actual company because I, I, I didn't either. But basically. Yeah, the big ass mattress firm store got bought out. So, by a parent company. I mean, it's, yeah. it's nothing new. It's it's like Procter and Gamble or uh. Oh yeah. What's the one with a U? Ah shit. Where is Unilever? Unilever. Huh? Is that it? Is it? One that owns like the tampon companies and stuff. You see it on like a lot of your beauty products. That's the big U. It kind of it's like all different. Yeah. Okay. Unilever. Is that it? Yeah, these guys. Yeah. 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 They own a shit ton of stuff. It's just a parent company yeah, that owns. That's, that's all their like. Chill, chill oh, is companies. it really just all their shit? Just in I don't know if that's all. That's just a picture I found, but I don't even know what half those are. There's a lot of companies that well, like you, that think they're companies, Gone but a lot of those fraud. companies have parent companies. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it all leads back to different. Co- it's the same with like, <clears throat> what is it? Um, it's like uh, General Motors, you know, owns fucking. All mm. fucking car companies, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's different for European and then mm-hmm. the Japanese. And, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy when you think about that. But. Everything's got to start from something. It all leads back to something, you know what I mean? They're in competition. Honda's in competition with Toyota, but guess what? It all leads back to the same fucking company <laughs> at the end of the, the day. The people at the top are still getting the money. Yeah, because it all goes into the big parent companies, but then they're still, they're still like... Uh, a firm or a shareholder or whatever that that they are the the bigger company that holds that company in their pocket. 
God damn. Yeah, it always it all goes up. It it all just trickles and spreads down. The further you go down, at the very top is Ted Turner. Who would have known? He doesn't even own CNN anymore. <laughs> all he owns is a shit ton of bison. Most <laughs> in the U.S. Does he really? Yeah. Fun fact: Ted Turner is the man who is trying to repopulate the bison population to introduce it back into the American market. I did not know that. I wish I would have known that for our last episode. Yeah. No. <laughs> Arby's has the courts. I talk about how Ted Ted Turner runs an organization that may be related to the Georgia Guidestones because his 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 charity is working to re like forest the world more or less. Doing stuff for the environment. But in their underlining manifesto, it talks about them working on different ways to curb the human population. I mean, that's a double-edged sword, honestly. It's just weird that it's in there. His charity is working to, like, work on the population of the human. It's it's just odd. Because yeah. with the Georgia Guidestones, where people think that he's part of it, is because literally one of them is, like, was, like, keep keep human population are, like, four, four billion? I don't even think it's that. I think it's, like... Five hundred million. Five hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> in December 2017... This is where it's um, Steinhoff International is revealed to have accounting irregular irregularities. Counting irregularities. Right. They aren't money laundering. It's actually the opposite because money laundering would suggest that they have a shit ton of money they're playing with, whereas like accounting regularities mm-hmm. is them actually trying to prove. It's them trying to fake money. <clears throat> You know, I actually didn't know what money laundering meant. Okay. Like I knew it meant something like it's where you it's money. where you wash your money. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. <laughs> no, but like why are there so many laundromats everywhere? I, I, like, I, I like the example that I saw here. It's like say we have a car wash and we make ten dollars washing cars, and then we make ten dollars selling drugs. And then we have to report that to the government. So we report. <laughs> Why would you report that to the government? No, no, because we the re- government will leave you alone if they get their fucking cut. Yeah. So we <laughs> report to them that we made twenty dollars cleaning cars. So that's we didn't actually make the twenty. It's just a write-off. Yeah. But yeah, I like that example. You don't report the drug selling to the government. That's not what you fucking said. You fucking <laughs> sell ten dollars worth of drugs. What drugs were you selling for ten dollars? Were you selling one dab of acid was, back in like two thousand five? Ex- yes. No. Never. No. I hope not. No. We were like nine or ten. You're in fifth fucking grade. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I mean. God, if I was smart, I probably could have. It's much fucking pot that went through this household when I was younger. You know, when I first thought of this and money laundering, I thought it was like essentially kind of like a smuggling operation. And I kind of want to talk about that here. But like, whenever like you first said about money laundering, I was picturing like mattresses stuffed with wads of cash, (laughs) and then I had that same thought. The delivery truck brings it, just. Calls a guy like, hey, tomorrow pick up the queen-size mattress in the back corner. They set it out on the floor. Some guy pick, I'll take this one. And then then that guy goes and gets the money. And I'll get it. I'll, I'll, 
remember, remember that because yeah. I, I wanted to bring up something else I had thought about in that context. I don't know yeah, about yeah, stuffing I mean, a no, mattress full of laundry. I'm not Mr. Krabs. <laughs> See, because the way, the way I've always pictured it was uh, it's probably in the same vein where well, they're using it as a front, so it's not so much them writing it off as it would be a laundering scheme as much as it's, uh, you know, they, they have trucks come in to drop off or deliver, but if how, however often those shipments might come in, that, that's, that's all in the case of, are you really moving mattresses that fast that you have to have a constant income of supplies? So if trucks keep coming and going more than you think they should, would would, would they not be carrying something else? That That's my conspiracy on the whole thing. That's, that, so that, you... that's them, like, could be drugs, money, so guns, you... anything. So are you thinking that the mattresses are involved or the trucks are just on the their roof? Are the, the mattresses are the front. They okay. have, that's the face that they're wearing. Otherwise, they have a bunch of different locations to store different things. That's what I was thinking, too, yeah. And having a bunch of different locations would also mean, like, if anything was on your trail, yeah, you they can, can just switch up Just right across the street to the one that's right across the street. Right across the street on the other side of the state. It doesn't matter. They're all the same location. Exactly. Same same people can come pick can come and pick it up whatever wherever they need to. They're all over the damn place. Jesus Christ. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Well, I can give you a tip of something icy. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> this fucking article talked about a TikTok video that re-brought up the old Indiana uh, thing. I, I wanted to hear about this because I, I don't ever... See I couldn't find the TikTok video. Couldn't find a fucking date on the fucking video. Oh, okay. So it just—it's something that brought it more to light. So it was—I think it was around the time that the comment came out. Okay. Yeah, I think it was actually after the comment came out because, basically, you know what I learned the other day? We've been living with TikTok for nearly five years. Wow. Yeah. Right. That threw me off. Wow. I was—I was just about to say, do we even have TikTok back then? Like I don't remember it, but it was like any app. It just took time to, like, grow. Yeah, once it blew up. Because after I was doing my notes on this, I was like, this video can't, like, be super fucking recent because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it has to be around at least 2018 time because I was trying to figure out a date for it. And I was like, how long has TikTok been around? Look it up. 2016. It was September it was... of 2016. And Damn. then in correlation to that, uh, January 2017 is when Vine died. So it seems to me that they were trying to jump on the Vine bandwagon. That's kind of what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Why did Vine die? Because it got bought out. Uh, oh, really? Is that what it, I was going to say? I don't actually know. I was going to say, Vine was big, and then all of a sudden I just stopped here. And, yeah, it got bought out, and then something or other happened. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I didn't have a smartphone to get on Vine back in the day, so I didn't actually know. I, I got. I am like most people of our age who got on the Vine after they showed up on YouTube with the best of Vine compilations. I was like, man, this is great. What happened here? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, but this TikTok video was, uh, I think it was of a girl. I didn't write that down. I'm pretty sure it was just a random girl in uh, Schrererville, Indiana. And she was talking about how there is literally five mattresses all in one mile of each other. And many believe them to be a money laundering scheme as they are everywhere but not much demand. And the CEO resigned after allegations of money laundering surfaced. Huh. So this TikTok video came out. And then people that started digging a little bit more learned this comment from on reddit was on january 26 2018 so right in the beginning of the year 
after this comment kind of came out and people started, you know, asking shit about it. Whoa, this is strange. Business Insider, two days later, uh, on January 24th, decided to have an interview with Ken Murphy, who at the time was the CEO of Mattress Firm. And he says the allegations were absolutely false. That is his official statement. They're absolutely false on, on the allegations. He's of course he's going to say that, though. Okay, well, and then the company itself made a tweet about, like, trying to, like, make light of, like, the whole thing. You know, like, oh, no, we're not money laundering. That's not real. Two days later, January 26, 2018, Ken Murphy announces his resignation from the <laughs> From the head CEO position of Mattress. Oh, there's nothing strange. Hey, Joe, uh, I'm I'm stepping down as CEO. There's nothing so strange. So four there. days after the comment was made, and two days after saying they were absolutely false to Business Insider, he announces his resignation. He's so fucking, he's, he's going to give it off to someone else to deal with. Uh-huh. Yes. Um. So they do all this again. It looks like they're in a fucking money laundering scheme. Yeah, they're not painting the picture very clean for themselves. Not at all. But that same year, in October, Mattress Firm declares bankruptcy. I saw about I saw that. So, where the fuck's the money that they've been playing with? Who fucking knows? Yeah. They declare bankruptcy. As they state, it is to repurpose their money into like refigure the whole company Basically, as a whole. They need to make their numbers look better so nobody figures out what they're actually doing. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> I also don't fully know how bankruptcy works because I thought of it as one thing when I was younger and now all of a sudden I see so many other things where it's like I don't fully know what Wasn't the fuck. Wasn't there an episode of King of the Hill where Bill declared yeah, bankruptcy? And yeah. was like, oh man, good for you. Yeah, yeah, everybody wants to know the trade secrets of how to declare bankruptcy with, like, keeping your assets and all this other stuff. And, yeah, I don't fully know what bankruptcy is, apparently. I should probably do more research on yeah, what bankruptcy is. Yeah, I don't is. know what that is, either. I know it's not good. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, if you declare it at the right time, it could be great. You can get you out of a lot of credit card debt. I might be declaring bankruptcy right now on the podcast. No, oh, I'm God. Um, because of this bankruptcy, though, they do close 700 stores. Huh. Interesting. They so, still have a lot of fucking stores, though. Out of, well, how many do they have? 16? 1,600, you said. Yeah. They closed 700 stores, and they also made of several leadership changes, as quoted by the spokesperson at the time. Several leadership so <laughs> Yeah. People that were all up in it there, they're probably, I guess we should run a legitimate business now. So They got Danny Trejo out, so he's not doing his shit. Anyway, yeah, that was 2018. You and they're still here. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. I mean, why well, they didn't go out of business. They just declared bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. They went to the Monopoly that. guy and said, I need help. And then he was like, ha-ha, and he went away. Get a jail-free car. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he did. He just came and <laughs> This is a toy, and then he was already in the race car. And he was gone. <laughs> but in 2021, though, this is great, literally. We were talking about this, and the the article I found was, like, made July 7th. I, I found a lot of recent information about this, too. I did, too. That's it. Like, some of the stuff I have is from, like, September of this, like, this month of this year. Oh, damn. Yeah, I think my article was from July. Anyway, so in 2021, from the article I found there, it's a mattress firm. Somebody did 
like, you know, an interview with a spokesperson for Match Room to, like, ask him all about, you know, all the crazy shit. Right. Here, I have, I have this full quote here, so... The person said, We recognize that having many stores in close proximity may seem unusual, and it is true that sometimes it doesn't make financial sense at first glance. The explanation of money laundering has somehow developed and amusingly become cultural folklore over time. So even they realize that it looks fucking weird. Yeah. And they state that it they know the money laundering thing is is noticed. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw a thing here from that, like, the mattress firm CEO actually even acknowledged it. Like, yeah, we know this doesn't look good. But, I mean, there's a reason why so, so many stores are closed together. Like, there are reasons why behind that. Like, the thing I saw is that, like, a lot of it is, like, advertising. Like, you don't see many billboards for mattress stores. But, I mean, how many times do you see a real billboard, though, at the time? How much do you pay attention to a billboard? A lot, because I'm a graphic designer. Oh. All right, well, that's a niche thing. Then. I mean, no, I'm not going to say But I, I don't remember. Some, but. That, I mean, that. Made, but, I, somebody brought that up to me the other day where they were talking about, like, yeah, it's a great fucking advertising gimmick. Let's get people to rubberneck on the goddamn road to look at a sign. No, that's why there are rules, and I see people breaking the fucking. Well, you have somewhere to focus your vision time. instead of looking out in the horizon when there's no billboards at. When Wait, what? When you're because, going because the, no, no, because there's states where they you are they have laws against uh, putting up billboards. It is uh, in terms pollution to the landscape and the environment, uh, but that's you can make an argument that billboards might make you rubberneck on the highway. But, at the same time, you could be looking at a billboard where you're directing your focus on one thing compared to looking out on the horizon and having your entire attention completely uh, detracted from in front of you. Well, well, man, have you seen those fucking ones? They, like, switch between different billboards every five seconds. Well, if, I'm, if I'm already passing and it switches... I have to look behind me to see the fucking advertisements. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm sorry. I can see it on your way there's, back. There's, there's, there's stuff with billboards. Like, if you're if it's on a section of the highway that doesn't get crowded very often, you're not supposed to have more than, like, eight words. If you're driving down the highway at, like, 70 to 80 miles an hour and it has more than eight words, chances are nobody's going to pay attention to that. But a lot of billboards are concentrated in areas where traffic happens a lot. So you're technically more, they're hmm. not meant to make you rubberneck. They're meant to, like, if you're sitting there in traffic, oh, I'm just looking around because I got fucking nothing else to do. So I'm looking up at that and, oh, hey, maybe I do need to go to that store. Well, that looks nice. Maybe I should go get some of that or I'll something. I'll try to keep that in mind next time I see billboards. Yeah, a lot. I mean, we learn, like, if you're driving by at, like, 70 to 80 miles an hour, you don't have time to read a whole fucking paragraph. You're, you're going to have time to maybe read a couple seconds, or, or like a couple words. A couple seconds to read a couple words, and that's it. But a lot of the ones with a lot of text and stuff, they're mostly concentrated in areas where there's high traffic. Like right there in Harrisburg, where, you know, on one on that bridge, like once you get over to the other side of Harrisburg, like it, it's like traffic all the time there. That's where that makes a lot of there's sense. There's a lot of billboards there. Uh, but, you heard it here first, folks. But essentially, the mattress stores, them being all over the place, it's like they're advertising. 
Yeah, they 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 have the big letters on the front. A lot of them, and like, you well, know, yeah, you gotta them. tell you what store it is. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, I fucking twiddle you, this you, song. You see, you see it, and then it's like it's it's a subconscious thing. It's in the back of your mind because, like we said earlier, the more the more you see it, yeah. the more you like you connect it with that brand. Like, if you see a thousand mattress firms all over the place, and all of a sudden you think you need a new mattress, where, where your first instinct is yeah, like, Yeah, where are you going to go? Mattress. It's, it's going to be that one that I see all the time when I drive home I'm going to go work. online to Helix Mattress and use my promo code, uh, buttfuck, <laughs> to get 15% off my order. That's another argument nowadays, too, with, like, people buying all the mattresses online because they have all the Casper's deals. a huge Casper, there's Casper, Casper there's Helix, Helix, and then a Purple, I think it's the purple other one. Oh. stores, though. Ah, uh, okay. I've seen Purple. Yeah, because Tim and Eric promoted it. Oh, that, <laughs> I, that's, I don't think that's where I originally saw it, but that makes it. sense. But yeah, they're, they're all on there now. But it's also, I mean, personally, for me, I get it. It's one of those things where, like, you know, they have they have those, you know, if you don't like it, you can send it back things you know what i mean a lot of them come with warranties too like, yeah like but a like several year warranty. Pers- it's just like shoes i'd rather go to a store and like what mm-hmm. i'm leaving with that's that's what i saw a lot of on the internet like people want to actually try the mattress that's why their store population is so like thriving because people actually need to go to a store or they prefer to actually go to a store, store. to try it out like if you're gonna be laying on it for the next 10 years every night of your life you know, I just want to get some piece of shit off the internet, you know? Yeah. That, I mean, they have Not those that, warranties, but, like, bad, but. man, personally, I need to look up specifically people that have returned Casper mattresses or something like that. Because I've seen the videos where people get it, it's in a box, they pull it out, they unroll it, it completely, you know, like, blows up. How the fuck do you return that? Do you roll it back <laughs> the fuck up? No. How Honestly, though, how do you return it? Dude, it's we, not like you can send a full mattress back on the FedEx truck. That's not a. There's no way that's Sarah, a thing. Sarah's mom got some mattress from the church that she goes to, and like they gave it to us. It was brand new. It was rolled up to like maybe like a foot by a foot. Yeah. And like you unroll, it took a couple hours for it to inflate. They, but like, because they have to completely pack it down to ship yeah, it out. It was like freaking vacuum packed. I'm yeah. Like, Holy shit, this thing, I'm like, is this going to be big enough? Yeah, it was big enough. Yeah. But, like, when you're looking at that little, like... That's what I mean, though. How the fuck do you send that back? What's the process there? Uh, I need to I need to figure out what that process is, because I don't understand it. I don't understand they, how you would begin to do it. They probably have someone that would specifically come out to get it. But that's a lot of money, then. That not they're not making it all. Not everybody's returning the mattress. Though. No, but that's a lot of confidence in a product. To not have to send somebody out to go do it. It's kind of like, um, I think Carvana's set up like that. You ever seen the Carvana commercials? Yeah, the freaking car vending machines. I know somebody who bought one of them out I of the would, fucking vending machine. I would machine. never do that That's without scary. She test- loved her car, but it was like, what? Yeah, it's like, I want to test drive that before I fucking Dude, buy I it. look at it, test drive it. It could come out, and you like looked at it online, but then you know you drive off. It's just like my fucking car. I even test drove my car. I love my car. But I still drove it off the lot, and about a week later, I noticed that little bit of silver that was popped off of my mm-hmm. my light. That like, It's just part of the grill. It's nothing important. But I noticed it was popped off, and I personally can't figure out how I would have broke that off. 
But did I just overlook that when I was looking at the car? If you bought your car on a fucking vending machine, are you literally dropping it down, looking at it, and then, like... I think a lot of them are, like, brand new, though, if you buy it out of the vending machine. It's fucking expensive. Yeah. I don't get how people do that. I, I, no, I couldn't do it. But in the early 2000s, though, the same, same article, same spokesperson... I'm I'm paraphrasing here. This is not the exact quote. I just kind of wrote down like a summary of what the person said. Cool. In early 2000s, Mattress Firm set a goal to become the first border-to-border, coast-to-coast specialty mattress retailer. Oh, I got that in here, yeah. Yeah, so... And they achieved that when they bought Sleepies. Yes, they did. They bought a shit ton of... I was reading their, their oh, Wikipedia page. Their Wikipedia page is basically just them... When they formed, and then all the companies they bought in, out. In 2009, I don't have all 15 companies, but like there were 15 companies that they bought. And then that added 300 locations to their, you know, range. And then... Because there were some that were like, they bought out one whole company that was just Florida. And they bought out another yeah. whole company that was just like Texas or something. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't Texas, because they, they started in Texas. They bought out 15 companies in 20. 20- 2009. 15 companies, so... But then, um, in 2015, that's when they bought Sleepies. Wait. Uh... No, in 2015, they bought Sleep Train, which added another 300 locations to them. And then 20... Well, also in 2015, then they bought Sleepies, and then that added over a thousand new stores to their locations. God damn. That's kind of what I wanted to say about, like, part of the reason why there are so many mattress firms, like, right next to each other, it's because there's a really good chance that, that one of those mattress firms was not a mattress firm at one point. It was a competing mattress store. Yeah. And then what they wanted to do was, when the time was right, they were going to rebrand all the stores to their branding. Guess when they did that? 2017. Ah! <laughs> when did the Reddit post come out? 2018. Yep. So, they decided the time was right in 2017. They rebranded all the stores to be mattress firms, so then all of a sudden you get five of them down the same road. You get ones on each corner of an intersection. You get ones right across the street from each other. They didn't really think that through. Should have. Well, I also saw in that same interview the spokesperson was talking about how, like, they were talking about the visibility thing, where, you know, more mattress. I mean, that's the thing, too. That helps. They also. They were literally, they were looking to become, you know, like I said, border to border, coast to coast. So any time they could buy up storefronts because they were pretty much cheap, they would buy them. They would just buy them and just use them. And that's what I was saying earlier. Because it's a mattress store, people actually seek it out and they go there. It doesn't have to be prime real estate. It doesn't have to be right on the main strip. They can buy the cheap ass lot behind the thing that's in the front. Yeah. Yeah. And not pay as much. People are still going to go there. Yeah, you still have to go there. Like I said, the one guy on Reddit was like, I manage a mattress store, and then the one the one year of December, I had no one come in for three weeks. Jesus. He was literally, no one even made an attempt to come into his store. Nobody was buying a mattress. Well, I mean, we, uh, we, I don't know if we did say this, but like, mattresses make a really good profit. Like, they sell, they mark them up like 300%. So... What a mattress I, that can be was, made for about $200 can be sold for $2,000. Yeah, what I was reading was like, you know, if they sell, five, the, the thing I read said, if they sell five mattresses a day, that's a really good fucking day for them. But you said even less is a really good day. 
Yeah, because they don't... So, what I saw was people commenting, like, people still working there, they still have to come in, and, like, they could do next to nothing for weeks on end. They're still leaving with a low pay rate, but they're still leaving with a pay rate. Right. They don't hit commission till they hit a certain degree. The only thing is, there's so much markup on mattresses. You can sell one mattress, and then if you sell a second one, pretty much all that commission is is yours because it's that you've already made what you need to make. Yeah. But it's such a it, you need to hit such a high a high ceiling, but it, it one mattress will pretty much hit that ceiling because of the markup on it, and it's. Oh my god! So, the other thing is like, so think about the like think about this. So, mattress firm pretty much makes and sells their mattresses. Right. It's not like they're bringing in mattresses from outside companies or anything. Yeah. Okay. And for the most part. To sell off. So they're, like I said, making the $200 mattresses to sell to you for $2,000. Oh. And all of it's in the company. So right there's, you know, they don't need, even more they don't need to they're sell not, a lot to make a lot. I, I have, I know where you stay on this. I got to get into this at some point because I went on a fucking tangent here. Get into it. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, it's your favorite co-host from your favorite podcast of all time, Mr. Mason right here. Uh, I get to say that because Oz is not with me as I'm recording this. And uh, who needs him anyway? (laughs) I do. I very much do. But I am here really quick just to interrupt the episode to say that we have a great opportunity for any of you listening to this podcast right now. So as you may know, whether you're a new time listener or maybe even an old fan from way back in the day when we didn't even stream on anything but SoundCloud, we got our start on a wonderful hosting site known as Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a wonderful, wonderful hosting site for us. They literally have put us on every streaming platform that we could have imagined and wished for since the day we started the podcast. They release new YouTube videos about learning how to control your audio, learning how to grow your audience, learning how to get guests on your podcast, learning how to sponsor your podcast weekly. And They've helped me improve with what I've learned because, again, me and Oz have jumped into doing this podcast with no prior experience. And personally, for me, no idea what audio equipment does or how to work audio software. But because of them, I did learn how to use a lot of things. And I've come a very long way. You can probably hear that if you listen to episode one compared to episode 20 at this point. And they are just a wonderful hosting site that has done so much for us. And I cannot be any more thankful for that. That being said, right now, Buzzsprout is allowing us to tell you that you can sign up for a account and after two months of a paid membership of you creating your own podcast, something that you might even want to do because we did it with no experience, nothing whatsoever, and we're still doing it and we still love and appreciate it. You can do the same thing right now. 
All you gotta do is sign up for a Buzzsprout account through the link in our show notes here, and you can receive a $20 Amazon gift card just for signing up for two months. You will get to try out a new experience. You will get to get your voice out there and talk to everyone like I am talking to you. Buzzsprout is a great website. They're very helpful. They will get you everywhere as fast as you could even imagine. And they are just a very simplistic design that's easy to flow with. And you get a nice little website for all your players and everything. And I just can't be more thankful to this website doing what they have for us. So right now, follow the link in our show notes and start broadcasting yourself to the world of people that want to hear your voice because honestly, everyone deserves to be heard, especially in this day and age. So just follow the show notes, get there, sign up for two months, and you will be eligible for a $20 Amazon gift card. It's a nice little gift and you get to explore a whole new experience. So... Once again, follow the show notes, get on Buzzsprout, join this wonderful community of podcasters as much as me and Oz did, and you know, just go be your best self and buy gold. That is always a thing. Go buy gold. All right, I'm going to get back to the show. Hope you guys are enjoying the listen, and I once again really, <laughs> I always appreciate your your listenership. <laughs> I, I cannot even fathom the idea of anyone wanting to listen to us longer than five minutes, but the fact that you are, it makes me blush, quite honestly. So, I'll just get back to it. Thank you, everyone. I mean, there's something I still want to talk about. We'll talk about it. All right. Like uh, I said earlier, like the money laundering thing was like possibly just the tip of the iceberg. And I was kind of leading into it there when I was saying Drugs. About- Drugs, guns, I've even heard human trafficking. Because, I mean, think about it, what can conceal someone? Mattress is perfectly human size. You can put someone in that. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, kind of going back to what I was saying, whether they're stuffing money into the mattresses, might not be money. They could be putting anything into there. Anything, any Ill- illegal goods that need to be, like, moved. Yeah, Maybe. like... Old war bonds from World War II. Yeah. You know, here, a fun Wheat f- pennies. Here's a fun fact. You know what the most commonly smuggled good is? Cigarettes. It, oh. Uh, I mean, is that like... Uh, do you mean like people going to different states and buying them and bringing them back, or... Uh, I didn't look into it too much. It's just the fact. I think that's a big that's a big detail that matters on that. Yeah, I was going to say... There yeah. lots of people that because will down to like... Fucking Kansas or This was literally something Kyle was talking to they, me they about last week. Do something like Jeez. that. But the thing I saw was like six hundred billion worldwide each year are smuggled around. I don't know if that means driving to a different state and buying them or not, but that's what they said. More content. This is literally last week. Kyle was off. He was talking to me about him and his buddy were planning to go the whole way down to. I think Georgia, more or less, buying a shit ton of cartons, bringing them up here, and then selling packs for the markup price that they get them here. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds like a great idea, Kyle. That's not legal, is it? No, not at all. And I was like, that's what I fucking thought. <laughs> great idea, Kyle. It's not legal, is it? No, it's Because I didn't know, but I just said assume there's no way that's legal in any way. But yeah. Uh, you sen- think essentially- that's legal? Try growing your own tobacco. Is that illegal? Incredibly. Why? Yeah. 
tobacco. So rolling your own isn't illegal, but if you want to get into the tobacco game, it's illegal. Yeah. You yeah. want to grow your own, sell your own, dry your own, make your own, all that. Yeah, you can't do that. Government's not getting money off it. Same with alcohol. Yep. They've loosened That's the laws on that. Oh, duh. Oh, They've loosened the laws on that a little bit where you can make you can make only so much, though. I don't know about tobacco if they only let you, can you make, make... You can only make so much of your own alcohol. There's a technical limit on how much you can make, and you are not allowed to sell it without a license. Yeah. I know yeah. about the license thing. That The license makes sense to me because you could possibly, you know, not fully know what you're doing and sell something that's going to make someone fucking blind. <laughs> but, like... I've done that Wow. Um, where, where were you talking about? I was talking about smuggling. Smuggling shit. Yeah. Like, like, think about it. Like, they could stuff these mattresses full of anything. And then, like, the delivery guy brings the mattress into the store. He fucked your wife. Hopefully not. He's gonna fuck your wife. On a mattress in the store. After hours. Why would he why would he bring her to the store? I don't know. It's all goddamn work. Hopefully she ain't going to no goddamn store. <laughs> Keep your wife from the mattress store. <laughs> Sounds like an old fifties commercial. Don't send your wife to the mattress store. <laughs> Fucking get send her to the grocery store. <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. Yeah. I don't actually mean that. I'm the (laughs) But I mean, the old commercials like that were pretty that fucking bad. Yeah, I know. But, okay. Like I was saying. (laughs) Fuck your life. (laughs) They They put shit in mattresses and people come pick them up and then they leave. And then shit gets moved around. That's how they smuggle. That's how shit happens. I mean, that? I think that's the definition of smuggling, more or less. But yeah, no, I no, I get, I got you, I got you. That makes I. That's I. When you still, you were talking about the stuffing money into a a mattress. That's what I was thinking though. When it was like a from where yeah, the whole idea is, I doubt a lot of the people actually working in the stores who are bored a lot of the time deal with unloading trucks. So literally... Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, a lot of people that actually work there probably have no idea that it's happening. Because yeah. like, they get mattresses, they come in, like, say this mattress is full of illegal guns. Someone's trying to move these guns. You know, it's in the truck, truck gets unloaded, it sits in the back room, and then maybe it goes out on the floor, or maybe it's a very specific mattress that someone comes in, they're looking for, and they're like, oh yeah, I think we got one of these in the back. And... I don't know about that so much, but uh, I mean, but, like, moving it between stores and getting it to where it needs to be. Yeah, but then someone maybe comes just stashing and, it somewhere. Someone comes and picks it up, and then... And then it's, it's off to its next destination. That's, um... Yeah. I saw a post forever ago on Facebook, and it was... It was just a random fucking thread. I think it might have been off of 4chan. I don't remember anymore. It was just somebody saying, like, I would love to get hired at a job that was a front for, like drug smuggling or something where the whole company was run by you know the mafia or something and the company just existed where you got hired as a front to make it look like you're a normal office worker and all you do all day is screw around on the internet listen to podcasts play games they might give you some like bullshit work to do occasionally but you're just there you you're none the wiser 
what a mattress stores do. Everything's in the back if it's getting smuggled. And what I've heard is a lot of people literally come into work. Nobody comes in to buy mattress for weeks on end. You're sitting there with nothing to fucking do. And you just dick around. Like you said, the floor models. They don't typically sell the floor models. So, like, people, they, they get stuff in the back. Yeah. That's where, like, you think about it. Like, a, a mattress is big. You can fit a lot of shit into a mattress. Well, it depends on the mattress. Yeah, okay, okay. It depends on. I've been mattress. sleeping on a twin all my fucking life. Uh, Get on my level of pity. I, I, I am. I have a twin up in a loft. Yeah, you probably have a twin too. What do you have? Same as you. Really? We're all oh, twins. Okay, uh, twins. We're all three of us are twins. <laughs> the triplet twins. <laughs> but I can't afford to get anything bigger. How am I supposed to relocate? Go to a goddamn mattress store. Fuck you. How am I supposed to relocate that much room in my actual bedroom to a bed? I need that for living space. I need to walk, damn it. So much room for activities. Fuck <laughs> that. God damn it. It makes me think about uh, in fucking uh, My Hero whenever they like, all move into the dorms. And then Mo, they look at Momo's room, and it's just like her entire like oh yeah, size, like yeah. bed with like the post and like the whole overhead thing. Yeah. and she's just like, I didn't think the room would be this small. <laughs> You're the princess. Wasn't did I watch anime on that? I think I did. Doesn't it like nearly like almost like go past her fucking door and shit? Like it literally takes up like her her like it's porch like, area like, and shit. Like, like it's like 85 percent of her entire room. Yeah, I'll be right back. it's fucking gigantic. So, uh, they're smuggling the drugs then? Is that what we were last talking about? Oh, yeah, you were, you were talking about, like, how they could use the dimensions of different mattresses to store different kinds of goods, be it yeah, tell me drugs, about guns, people, whatever. Yeah, teach me, teach me about dimensions. I don't know about dimensions. I don't know what the fucking sizes of mattresses are. I know what they're called, but... There's all right, all right, a okay, single... So X, Y, Z. <laughs> yeah. There's your three. Don't well, ask me about the four. I can't comprehend it. I can't, can't yeah, comprehend the four. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah, there's the single, the double, the... Wait, yeah, it's a single, double, twin, full, queen, king, and then California king. I've never heard of a California king. Is that just, like, a really big fucking mattress? <laughs> I have. Yeah. I think it's an actual mattress size, though. That's the thing. Is it just, a like, bigger than a king? I don't know, I've never actually looked up the size of mattress. I just That's what I'm saying, I don't know dimensions. Me and Quinn looked... get it. Oh, okay. Me and Quinn <laughs> Quinn get California King Bed. Oh no, that's that's talking about the song. That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the Rihanna song. It's a Rihanna song? Yeah. Really? I don't know what the difference is between what this might say. Uh standard California King is seventy two inches wide by eighty four inches long, and a standard King mattress is seventy six by eighty. So it's just a little, only a little, little bit more. bigger. Just that little bit of luxury well, why is that, that like, you need. Its own specification. That's weird. Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know. They could fit a lot of shit into those mattresses. Oh, I thought you were about to say they could fit a lot of shit into Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I have an alternative theory. It's just a bunch of signs hanging over empty warehouse buildings where a bunch of like the bigwig people up there who are always in the public eye. They go there just to relax, smoke weed and drink, and nobody ever goes into those stores, so they're just empty. And that's actually just yeah, weird. but people no people do go into them. You're you're like that's playing with some 
fucking chances there. They could just put a before me sign on it. <laughs> but then just for remove la- it later? No, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, for laundering. You didn't say it was a solid theory. I said it was an I don't know. I don't know that. Fucking Christ. Alright, no, I think they're just fucking mattress stores. I think mattress is just somehow so much markup that if they sell one for a month, they're fucking golden. <sighs> I don't know. I still think there's something there. Something Plus, there. even... Just what? Like, I don't know. Let me go look up and see what like how many mattresses a store might typically sell. Alright, let's hear your rant in the meantime. Well, he's doing something. But also, you gotta think, you can buy Casper and... The what is it, purple and those other fucking ones off of online. I think you can get on mattressroom.com and get a mattress shipped to your house. It's not like everybody has to go into a store. You know, they're still making sales other places. The global mattress market's valued at eighty one billion USD. Yeah, I bet. God damn. It's one of those things that everybody nowadays pretty much buys. Well everyone needs one for the most part. Yeah. Unless that's what I mean. Like, sleeping on a couch or a futon or something like that. But most people will say they have a mattress. They sleep on a bed. And it's even like, we're talking about mattresses alone, but like they sell sets. Like you can buy beds and shit from these two. Since 2009, furniture and bedding sales in the U.S. have been steadily on the rise. There's more people. Uh, more beds to sell. The global mattress market is expected to grow from about 30 billion USD in 2019 to over 43 billion by 2024. Jesus Christ. Fucking Christ. Beds! In recent years, there's been a downward trend in mattress manufacturing revenue in the United States. That's weird. Don't know. More couch hoppers? But apparently Poverty? they're not selling furniture and bedding retailer. When they, when they tack in furniture, it says actually home store. But if it is just a bedding re, uh, retailer. Here, I'll tell you about this. So. I really don't have much else. So. Here's my wild tangent I got on yesterday. Right, let's hear but it. less no no okay here less than half of consumers who bought their mattresses uh from a mat- yeah no uh the share of consumers who bought their mattress from a mattress specialty store was only forty three percent so not even half of people who are buying mattresses are going to specialty stores at this point apparently that's stores they does that count for online sales that's what I, that's what I'm saying because it it was counting Ashley Home stores as part of that so I couldn't say hmm. don't know but also like mattress firm. We didn't even bring that up. So, like, mattress room themselves make their fucking mattresses. They yeah, could be... Se- they Well, yeah, but, I mean, they could be selling them in Ashley's, like, furniture home store. Ah. You might not even need to go to a mattress room or a Serta or a Sleepy's. You could be buying a mattress that was literally made by that company in a different store. Interesting. I mean, Sam's Club has a bunch of fucking mattresses along their back wall. I bet half of them are probably sold by some company that was... You know, it was made by some company that is owned by Mattress Firm. That oh. owns, like, fucking everything. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're talking about the markup. $3,000 mattress costs, uh, costs about $300 to make, giving a mattress store a whopping 9,000% profit when they sell one. Jesus. That yep. explains a lot. Do you have any idea how happy I was when I moved into the apartment with Tyler and I was sleeping on the air mattress, and then all of a sudden I looked at our Ollie's fucking... I got an Ollie's newspaper thing, and I saw $100 mattress in it. Holy I shit. bought that shit that day. I literally woke up, 
two app like I was sleeping. I had to be at work at noon. I woke up at ten. I went to always. I got the fucking thing. Took a forty minute nap and then went to work. It was amazing. I felt so goddamn good about myself. I owned a real fucking mattress, and then I sold it to some lady who wanted to give it to her kid who was incontinent. Here you go. Here's another. Here's another figure. Uh, estimated to be around thirty-six million mattresses sold in a year, which means there's about thorough was it six hundred ninety thousand? Uh, yeah, six hundred ninety thousand mattresses sold each week. Fuck. Yeah, like that's a lot in one week. Holy shit. But is that justification for however many stores there are? If, there, if there's Fucking do the math on that quick. Well, if you think about it. But like, like I said though, like, why is there if they're not losing money, why close down the store? Why not just keep the store? They already bought it. That would mean that they would. See, that's weird then because yeah, you said there's posts about people saying that they work at the stores that they won't sell anything for like a month or even more. But then these figures would say that each store would sell about forty three point one two five mattresses in a week. Each store, yeah, cause that's that's and that's only going off the sixteen hundred so or so like mattress ware or yeah mattress warehouses in the U.S. That means there'd be like th- those figures just don't seem to add up. Is this I, I, like a base look? Those figures don't add up. Are you, are you like looking just through like Google searches or yeah? Like, like I'm just going through Google searches, looking at figures and statistics and stuff. Wait, when I said six, but it's saying if there's if it's selling six hundred ninety thousand mattresses in a week. And then you just take that, divide it by however many mattress firms there are in the U.S. It only comes out to about 43 mattresses a week sold. But that would be for each of those stores then. And those figures just don't seem to add up because I don't feed. I just can't imagine people Is it going mattress to, stores, though, or are you looking wait, at mattress wait, sales? When I said, at, these, these are the mattress where These wait, are the mattress figures for being sold. When I said 1,600. Yeah, well, that could still just mean that in 1, the U.S. 1,600 or 16... I think I meant to say sixteen thousand. That's what I, that's what I'm going off of. Okay, not sixteen hundred. No, I'm going off sixteen thousand. Okay, yeah. Okay. Like I said, that means there should be about forty three mattresses sold from a, from like any store, like every week. And I just don't see people buying. I just don't see a store moving forty three mattresses every month. Yeah, but that it, once again, it, there's online sales and stuff that's like that. There's delivery sales. It's not like people are always just walking into mattress stores. You know what I mean? But then why are there so fucking many? Again, because they don't need to sell them. They're not losing money. Why get rid of the the fucking landmark if you already have it? And they're using it as branding. As a billboard, basically. Why lose Why lose the high ground if you don't have to? That's I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm fucking working to match it. I can't give you a direct answer, but that's, that's my theory. For a direct answer, I'm just saying. That's what I mean, though. Like, I... It, in my mind, it's like, why get rid of this... Why get rid of what you already own if it's not costing you money? It's very true. I need to shower. <laughs> I need to hear this damn tangent already. Mattress firm. No. Yeah, no, mattress firm. No. Mattress firm. I don't like firm mattresses. It's a, I don't either. I, <laughs> I don't like firm mattresses here, but you get it, right? It's a mattress firm. Right, it's ma- a funny fucking joke, right? Ha ha ha. It's a fucking... <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> Shut up. Mattress... I don't get it, but... No, get you said that was firm funny. mattress, mattress firm. It's okay. a funny joke, right? Because oh ha ha ha, you know it's a mattress firm, as in firm, as in a retailer of business. Not a retailer, yeah. a firm, as in like lawyer office or you know something along those lines, okay. like a legal consultant, a medical assistance place. Okay, a firm, mattress firm. Funny ha ha joke because mattresses are firm. 
they're a firm, they're a business. The definition of firm is a for-profit business usually formed as a partnership that provides professional services. That's a firm. Okay. I.e., like I said, lawyer offices, places where you go if you can't pay your medical bills so you get you know, financial help by people that are only looking to make a profit. So they help you for the time being, and then you just fucking pay them for their time because it doesn't cost them anything for them to really help you other than you fucking pay them a shit ton of money. The idea of a firm is to maximize profits. In July 4th, 1986, Mattress Firm was founded in Texas by Harry Robert, Paul Stork, and Steve Fiendrick. A partnership between three people creating a store to maximize profits. They're labeled as a retailer. Now, the definition of a retailer is a person or business that sells goods to the public in a relatively small quantities for the use of consumption rather than resale. That makes sense. They kind of fit in there, right? Yeah, that's it. I also just want to state, when I was doing this, I had to look up the definition of a dealership because I didn't fucking understand what a dealership was. So to give you the definition of a dealership, uh, dealerships are basically the same thing except they buy and sell products under the permission of the company that they're selling. So like the Toyota dealership out on the pike sells Toyotas under the permission of Toyota. Okay. And they buy it, so like they buy the car for a profit and then try to sell it for a profit. It's not like a retailer where they literally get the profit in to sell it to, you know, that flow of money. Like a dealership could lose money because they're negotiating. So they're not a dealership. But, again, firm is to maximize profits. They own the warehouses that make the mattresses to sell at their stores for over a $200,000, fucking markup. Okay. They were born out of a partnership between three people. So you're saying it's pretty much a monopoly. I'm not saying it's... Well, maybe. Kind of, yeah. I, I didn't think about that until now, but yes. They mark up their fucking mattresses so goddamn much. Employees sit around and do next to nothing, so the whole idea of being a mattress salesman is the idea that you'll make a shit ton of money when you make commission. They don't make commission a whole bunch. They leave with their literal fucking small ass fucking pay rate because they are making these cheap ass mattresses, selling them for this ridiculous markup started by a fucking partnership. They're labeled as a retailer. Are they a fucking retailer or are they a fucking firm? They're ripping your ass off. Because they are fucking firm, they are maximized for fucking profits. I mattress told you that firm. Just by looking at the price of a fucking mattress. <laughs> they. Well, it's one of those things where they they, can, they they have you buy the balls because. So it's a monopoly. Because one way or another, if you want to sleep on something that isn't a floor or a couch or something, you need to buy a mattress. Yeah. It's just a necessity in that regard, which means they can mark it up and like you're still gonna pay for it. That's yeah. why people seek them out. It's technically a necessity. I mean, not that it's a necessity. It's not a necessity, but, but it's, it's a luxury that most people would prefer to have. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm just bringing this to you on the idea of, so, yeah. are they a fucking retailer? Are they a firm? That's the real conspiracy. <laughs> Mattress firm? Funny ha-ha-ha joke? Fuck you. That's a real thing. They're a fucking firm and they maximize profits like a bitch. Yeah. Well, that's what they're called. Mattress firm. They're a firm. But they're labeled as a retailer. They're not a firm. Well, they're fucking us.
Yeah, they're fucking you. They're <laughs> selling you a $9,000 mattress that will probably only cost them 90 bucks to make. Probably gonna fuck on one of their beds, too. <laughs> I'm gonna get back in mattress room by fucking on this mattress. <laughs> I don't show them. That's another, you know what? Honestly, though, how many matches does the porno industry go through in a year? That's the numbers I want to fucking see. Oh, no, it's either how many matches they go through or how much they pay cleaners for the set. I don't know. I mean, they have those fucking wet vacs for cleaning out your car. Who's to say they don't have specialty equipment or not just the same equipment for making sure that mattress is ready for the next session? That's something I want to see. I want to see... I want to see if specific industries have contracts with mattress dealers for their beds. Hmm. That's interesting to think about. Because you got to think there's got to be some out there where they just... They get a lot of beds. A lot. I mean, really... I mean... Put yourself in the shoes of a director for porn. But literally, just once you think about it, imagine you were like that one director who's making the big fucking bucks because you somehow made good contacts with mattress dealers for your porn industry. And all the like people that like work on your set want to come back to your set because they actually like the bed. Can you imagine if a porn star complained that the bed was too shitty and didn't want to come do another shoot with you? <laughs> because your bed was too shitty. I don't want to work on this set anymore. That's a good point. I mean, it's a... It, like, I can see that being a thing. Forget it being porn. You know, actresses and actors literally don't want to come back to certain sets because, oh, the act, the director was an asshole. I didn't like what they set up for, like, food or something. Yeah. You know, they're still actresses and actresses, even though they're doing porn. You know what I mean? So imagine you want to make it good for them so you get a nice fucking bed. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, but that's what I have. But, do you guys want this fun little thing? Yes, I do. So the original comment in January 22nd, 2018, started, started a thread of comments underneath it. I've labeled it the real mattress firm. There is a comment underneath the original comment about somebody talking about how, like, you know... Yeah, like you literally walk into a mattress store and it's like they've, they've, uh, was it they they walk in they're like they've never even seen like a real human before they get so giddy about it you know because nobody fucking <laughs> comes in. The person underneath that by the name of Strider thirty one forty one made another comment that said, "Have you ever stepped foot in a mattress store? They act like they've never seen a real human before." Jaws all on the floor like Homo sapiens just burst in the door and started lying on mattresses like they never slept before, except on the floor, but then discovered real furniture. You didn't just say what I think you did, did you? And Dr. Dre said, nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's asleep on a mattress firm mattress. <laughs> Feminist women love mattress firms. Z, Z, Z. Firm mattresses, I'm sick of them. Look at them lying around harboring who knows what, costing too much for you. Yeah, but the, the, the set's cute, though. I, I probably got a couple of screws up in my bed loose, but no worse than the ones falling off in your parents' bedrooms. Sometimes I just want to get on TV and just let loose, but I can't. But it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dead moose. My bum is on your bed. My bum is on your bed. Oh, that's, that's great. That is a fucking thread of comments <laughs> on that original comment. That's, that's beautiful. I <laughs> And Dr. Dre said, 
None of the idiots stopped to trace the sleep on my mattress for a mattress. That was good. I found that and I was so happy. I was losing my shit. I knew I had to write down every fucking bit of that. That's where it ends. My bum was on your bed. My bum was on your bed. And then I think after that, the lyrics would be, and if I'm lucky, you might just give it a little kiss. Mm. And that's the message that we deliver to little kids. Yeah, it's like that. So I, somebody else just couldn't pick it up from there because I oh couldn't find God. any more from there. But yeah. That's great. If there's more and I missed it, yeah, I need to great. go back. But yeah, that that was wonderful. I recited it to my friend last night on a, a voice chat and she was... She couldn't handle it after, like, a, I didn't tell her the whole thing, but she couldn't handle it. Yeah, I think they're just mattress stores. Uh, I'm if there's more well, going on, they fooled me, but I'm I mean... Pretty, I'm pretty sure. Like, I mean, anytime like, Mattress Firm acquired the other mattress stores, like, it was done in the public's eye. Like, it was all public records, you know? You know, they had real auditors come in. Unless the auditors were in on it, too, which would be a lot. Well... That does go back to the original 2017 problem with the parent company. I didn't tell you the full... Did you get the full story on the parent company? What parent company? Uh, Steinhoff International. That... I'm... Like, they bought all the other stores before Steinhoff bought them. They did? Yeah. I thought it went the whole way up to 2019 or something. Matt, oh, no, 2009. I'm sorry. Mattress Firm acquired all the other... Mattress, yeah, 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 mattress right, stores in America before this company bought them. So, like, they did it in the public's eye, and they had real auditors come in. Unless that, like I said, unless they were all in on it too. I mean, that's literally what Steinhoff did, though. That's what he did, but no, I, I don't know if it's just a he, but no, I mean, that, well, that's what that's what the that's what the company did, though. They had Steinhoff International. They were was it accounting irregularities. What they were doing is they were forging numbers on papers to make it look like they were sending money out and, like, getting money back. So it looked like they were making money when in reality they were just losing money. Huh. And they had auditors come in that they hired of their own volition to overlook these. So they got audited, so they looked like they were still a lucrative business, but in reality their books were all fucked up. It looked like they were making money. No, they were just losing money. But... Before even that happened, Mattress Firm acquired all these other mattress places. Yeah, 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 And they had people come in and look at the numbers and everything before, like, they acquired all the, pretty much all the mattress stores in America. And why'd the CEO step down? Oh, why did Jeff Bezos go see, to that's, space? That's what I'm getting at. There's, there's a lot of... Money. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff that does point to, like, yeah, these are just mattress stores. But at the same time, like, I, just, just, I can't shake the feeling that there's something weird. Still about it. Doesn't have a mattress to. store someday. Doesn't have. Oh, I, I should. We should. We should have went to a fucking mattress store before we recorded this. Yeah. But I got I mean, mattress. I don't need mattress. <laughs> doesn't have to be money laundering though. They could be doing smuggling or something there. Those numbers aren't gonna show up yeah, in the books. They could be smuggling lasagna in there, keeping it away from Garfield. You fit a lot of fucking lasagna in a mattress. Big fucking yeah. lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> California king size lasagna. Next time on Epic Meal Time. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine the oven? You would need to fucking bake that. But I, I, that would be an open fire situation. You'd have to create. I think the match. I think most of the mattress stores are probably just mattress stores. Yeah. Like there's explanations for why they're all over the place, why they're right across the street from each other, or right next to each other, but at the same time. 
I can't shake the feeling. Something weird is happening. That's 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 about where I'm at on this. What about you, Quinn? What do you think? I think plenty. I mean, what do you think about the matches? I already told you. I feel like they're a front. You de- so you definitely feel like they're still a front for something. Yeah, of course. Okay. Even with all the this info that's been brought to light, I still don't feel like there's much of a justification if it's. As Mason put it, it's supposed to be a firm, supposed to be maximizing profits. I don't feel like there's a reason that they should be renting out a space, costing themselves money when it could go an entire month without spending any, like without making any money. And they're just, they're, they're paying their employees and they're paying the rent space and they're paying the electric bill for that space. They, to me, it sounds like a loss. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, they probably might have motion lights, which a lot of places use now, so the lights might not even be on until somebody fucking makes a creep in it. Plus, employees don't make that much because they're on a commission basis. I'm not trying to disprove anything. I'm just saying there's, I mean, there's some workarounds there, but I mean, I get you. It's just weird. It, it's weird to think about how you hear about how companies have kept stores open for so long when they haven't been making money. It's like, we used to have Applebee's out on the fucking pike. Yeah, they got rid of that now. Yeah, because they weren't making money during COVID. But, like, Chili's was killing it. Completely. Jesus Christ. So why did Applebee's go down? Somehow they were losing fucking too much money. And they closed that store down. Yeah. Now it's a diner. Now we have another fucking, like, the fifth fucking diner. (laughs) Yeah, I know. How the hell do they keep coming up with names for these places, too? What the hell's it called? Hampton, I think. Yeah, it's the Hampton yeah, Diner. How are you coming up name? How the hell is there always a diner for like every single township? You know what I mean? Seriously though, like, there's always a diner somewhere that has that township's name on it. But like, somehow there's not a double up. But there's always an. You go to the next township, not next county, not next like fucking bureau, the township. And there's another fucking diner with that one. Because there's the Hampton fucking one. And then if you go down, there's the Camp Hill one. <laughs> you literally make a five-minute drive, and there's the ne- the next one down. And across from the Hampton one, the Metro diner's there. That's not a township one, but there's our fucking diner. There's a lot of diners in place. Fuck, there's so many diners. And there's a Denny's there, too. There's a Denny's right up the goddamn Maybe road. We should be looking at the restaurant industry. Um, Maybe not. Maybe we should be looking at a different industry for money laundering. I mean, there's probably plenty of fucking industries that money launder. I don't know about restaurants. Yeah, that, I've worked in restaurants. Always, that's always face companies. It's just shells. I was going to say, uh, I've worked in plenty of money. restaurants now. They ain't money laundering. Well, some of them might. I actually, I actually did work. When I did work at Denny's, the person who hired me did get fired for money. Oh, my God. Her name was, her name was Debbie. And she hired me right on the spot, and she was there for two weeks, and she was fucking gone. Jesus. She got fired for money laundering. I I fucking forgot all about that. Oh, my God. All right. Buy gold, buy uh, buy journey. Buy journey. We said on episode zero. I don't really remember why. That episode's 20 minutes, and I think we recorded for, like, nearly an hour. I don't remember how yeah. much shit. I cut a lot of shit out of that. All right. They're, 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 they're ripping you off there, Firm. Uh, I want to give a special thanks to Sarcamstick on Instagram um, for making our logo design. 
uh, and officially, as of now, the the buy gold logo is on Redbubble. You can buy stuff Sweet. with it on. Sadly, I can't put it on everything. What? It's very, uh, I, it's so fucking small. Uh, um, and now I want to give special thanks to Alfredo Especial for the use of our theme song Polska. And I don't think I have much more other than that. Thanks, Quinn, for coming. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Uh, go buy a new mattress. You deserve it. I love you. <laughs>